What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Danny's to Talk. I'm your host, Robert, and today I'm going to be talking about the seven-year anniversary of a traumatic burglary I dealt with this week, seven years ago. So let's get to it. What's up, y'all? So, welcome back to the show. Like I said at the top, um, we'll be talking about a little bit more serious stuff today because, you know, I've said this, you know, back in the very beginning, my first episode, sorry, first episode of the podcast. But just in case if you're new here, as much as I love to obviously have fun and, and talk about, you know, all my nerve stuff. There is also times to where, you know, I do need to talk about, you know, some some real stuff, some some real ex- real life experiences I've had, um, both to help myself, you know, heal from those experiences, but also, you know, maybe heal or help somebody else that is out there on the on the receiving end of my words. So, you know, I, I guess I'll say up top because um, it's my first time kind of like really having to do this or whatever. But I guess potential trigger warning, you know, for anybody that might have dealt with experiences such as, you know, burglary, robbery, things of that nature. So I I guess I'll say like overall in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't super crazy. You know, there were, you know I wasn't held up at gunpoint, nothing crazy like that or whatever. But Still, you know, just to be, you know, courteous to anybody out there that might be listening, just know, you know, potentially what you might be going into. So, yeah, so like I said, this situation happened seven years ago, I guess as of last week, because I waited a few days to record. So I believe it was July 2nd or July 3rd. 2014 and so basically I guess to kind of paint the picture so this was my first apartment that I had you know first time hey first time ever living alone I've been living in this apartment for maybe almost two months at this point and yeah for the most part I mainly say to myself of course you know hey I'm out doing my thing you know you know living fast and loose <laughs> in, in, in some aspects but um but yeah so around this same time you know and I I don't want to get into like super specifics on this but just know I was dealing with some medical stuff as well around this time and I came home from work and it was around between 5 and 6 p.m. that day. And I'm trying to remember. I think my door was unlocked or or I, or I think when I turned the key, it did something weird. But anywho, it, 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 was, it just felt off. So going to my apartment and honestly, at the time I had barely anything. I, I literally had no furniture except, except for like one red chair set that I had borrowed from my sister's house and 
my TV. I think I still had a inflatable bed at this point and my game consoles. So like I literally had nothing in my life. Like my living room was empty. Only thing there was just like the, the modem for the, for the internet and stuff, but I had no furniture, nothing in the living room. Everything was in my bedroom. Well, all of my game systems were missing. My PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita, and my Nintendo 3DS. Now, all three of those things, very expensive because for one, like I said, it is 2014. The PlayStation 4 hadn't even been out for a full year at that point. The PlayStation Vita I had was that limited edition all-white Assassin's Creed Liberation edition. And then my 3DS was the all-gold Legend of Zelda edition 3DS. Now, the PlayStation 4, you know, hey, you know, sitting out in front of my TV, but... The other two devices, my Vita and my 3DS, were up on the top shelf in my closet, but they were taken. So, to this day, I still don't really know, like, what really happened because, so I guess just to move ahead a little bit. So, obviously, you know, I I called the police. And like I said, I got home around between 5 and 6 p.m. And I called them immediately as soon as I figured out what was going on. The Dallas police did not show up in my apartment until 5 a.m. the next morning. So pretty much 12 hours later. That was some of the, one of the worst experiences I've ever had, period, in my life. Because like I said, I, I was dealing with some medical stuff at the time, too. And so, you know, that was kind of throwing me off a lot. And then, like, just staying up paranoid, not knowing, like, what happened, where all my stuff went to, waiting all throughout the night for them to show up. And, you know, it's like, okay, hey, you know, it's the afternoon. They should be here soon. And then just, like, all throughout the night, like, I couldn't really, you know, leave to go do nothing couldn't go get no food or whatever it was like i needed to be there because they could show up at any moment but no 12 freaking hours later and i i wish i I wish i would have looked up or try to find the detective's name that was assigned to my case because whoever he was part of the language but screw him because to this day i never got any closure with this case and with this situation like I did the groundwork to try to, um, you know, like, 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 like I reached out to PlayStation and Sony to try to figure out, Hey, can we trace my systems and stuff? Because for one, whoever had it was playing it very, uh, actively because so what I had did on the PlayStation app on my phone, I had signed in with my nephew's account so I could see my online profile was online playing games and stuff somewhere. And if I remember correctly, I think maybe I'm wrong, but if I'm remembering correctly, I think that I could see my, cause, cause you know, your, your game consoles also broadcast a network as well when they're online. And I'm pretty sure I saw the name of my PS4 
somewhere when I walked around my apartment complex. But yeah, so anywho, so so I, so I went through the work of reaching out to Sony and getting some stuff figured out and finding out they're like, hey, you know, they could get a subpoena to try to track down the IP address. But and I did that and I gave the information to the police, but the detective that was handling my case, it never went anywhere. And so, you know, at first, you know, he was communicative and keeping in touch with me or whatever. But then days, weeks, months passed by and I try to follow up with him and stuff and nothing. And then eventually he just stopped answering my calls. I never heard anything back from him. And seven years later, I still don't have a clue what happened with that stuff. And like I said, it, it just sucks more so that like it for me at least just call me just have the courtesy to be like hey mr adams unfortunately you know we can't you know this investigation is not going nowhere or something we're going to have to close the case but no that didn't happen it just like i said unless i'm blanking and i forget at some point over the last seven years but i'm pretty sure that case was never officially closed um and so from that situation, it's always left me wondering, like, what really happened? Because I had always been pretty diligent about, like, hey, I'm leaving the house. I'm locking the freaking door, you know? And so it's like, it's like, because like I said, I was dealing with some medical stuff. So you know, maybe my brain wasn't all the way there. But it's like, was this a slip up on me did you know my, the medical stuff I was going through did that end up you know causing a lapse in judgment I was rushing too fast getting out the door that morning and I simply just forgot to lock the door was there some other foul play did somebody else have somebody else from the apartment complex or whatever have like a key uh did somebody sneak in through a window because like because we noticed that like none of the windows were you know broken or tempered or whatever but something I had noticed like some days later when I'm you know, just kind of, you know, just walking around my apartment or just looking at stuff was the, I think, uh, the little latch for my bedroom window was not locked. And I know I didn't unlock it because in the months that I've been in that apartment, I never opened my windows. And so I, I had mentioned that to my wife the other day when I thought I was going to be talking or I was thinking about this you know the anniversary of the situation and she was like she she also had the idea like she wondered if potentially hey you know hey we're just theorizing this point because seven years later probably gonna be a forever unsolved mystery but it's like is it potentially that somebody from the apartments or somebody that works with them or another whatever goes around and new apartments that they know are, you know, going to be getting leased soon, they leave a window unlocked, and then they check your pattern and your routine, and then scope you out, and then, hey, we know, hey, he's going to be going to work from this time to this time, now we strike. I wonder if that's what happened, because, yeah, but with that situation, with that situation, it has left me seven years later in a perpetual state of paranoia. 
to this day, seven years later now, almost every time when I leave the house, um, I'm always afraid or second guessing if did I lock the door? And there's been times to where I know 100% for sure I did. And I walk down the stairs, go out to my car, get in the car. And then I get right back out, go back up the stairs and double check, you know, two, three times. There's been times where I've gotten down the road and then I'm like, crap, did I lock the door? And I had to turn back around, go back to the house. And yeah, it, it, it's been a while. There's been times where I've been a pretty good distance from my home over the years. And it's like, well, I'm going to be late to work if I go back now, but I'd rather be late and know versus assume and have to deal with, you know, that that's that type of situation again. And so, yeah, yeah, that this whole situation, like I said, it, it's just frustrating that, like I said, seven years later, I have no answers. You know, my stuff is, is out there in the world. Who knows where? And yeah, and, and and like I said, now I'm just stuck with this constant state of just paranoia of like, man, I'm leaving my house. I got to freaking double check my door. I'm going up and down the stairs multiple times sometimes even though it's like hey clearly you just checked the door but let me just check it one more time just to just to be 100% for sure and yeah I, I don't know you know like I say it, it just sucks you know I try to do better you know try to be at least as far as like slowing down and taking my time sometimes when I'm leaving, leaving in the morning it's like okay hey I know for sure I'm locking the door we're all good and let's move on with our day. But like I said, there's there be those moments where it's like, crap, I'm down the road. Let me just turn back around and go back and just triple check and all that stuff. And, and I feel like especially now with me having a family, wife and kids, it's just made it even worse because now it's like, okay, I 100% for sure need to make sure that it's locked up because what well, what if I, you know, left the door unlocked and then everybody, you know, I leave, I leave for work pretty early. So especially during, during the summertime, everybody in my house is usually still sleeping. I leave in the morning. So it's like, crap, I don't want to just, you know, leave my family unprotected door wide open or door unlocked or whatever, all this stuff. And yeah, man, it is, it, it is tough y'all <laughs> that that's, that's just all I can say. You know, I don't know if I had like really any big message or whatever. Like I said, this is just me really just venting, but yeah, um, <laughs> I, I guess like 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 a fun like a funny in hindsight, but ticked me off even more back then. So my PS4. So like I said, they took that they they took all my little video games, all that stuff. So I had just got Watch Dogs. Like I said, this was July twenty uh, July twenty fourteen. So Watch Dogs, the first one, it just came out back in May. So I had just, you know, put a little bit of time into it, but, but a decent amount of time. So tell me why months later. So I, I made it a point where I was like, you know what? No matter what, even if I have to buy another one, I'm going to have me a PlayStation 4 by, by September because that's when Destiny, the original Destiny was launching. And I was like, I've waited all this time. I want that game. And so, anywho, so I, you know, got me another PS4 and I got another another copy of Watch Dogs. 
And this person, whoever it was that stole my PS4, if somehow you are hearing this message, let, let, let's just say, hey, if, 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 if you out there robbed an apartment off of, I believe it was called Shadowway Drive, um, Village of Lake Highlands Apartments down in Dallas near Skillman and Aldelia. If you are the person that took my stuff, screw you first of all for doing that. And screw you again for saving over my save file. <laughs> so I go through all this. I give me another system, get the game back. I'm like, you know what? Let, hey, cloud saves. Let, let, let's do it. No, this person freaking started a new save and erased my save file so that they, they even took that from me. And I never, I never to this day, I still never finished the original Watch Dogs because of that situation. Because I'm like, I had already put like 20, 30, however many hours into it. I'm like, I, I, I can't do it again. This situation broke me enough. I cannot do this again. So to this day, that is the reason why I've never finished the original Watch Dogs game. Now, the other game that I have a very close connection with in this situation is Rayman Legends. So Rayman Legends is a game that I have a very strong history on. And one day I will do a dedicated podcast episode for Rayman Legends. Because to this day, seven years later, I still play that game now with my own son. So I you know, got that game back. When I was living with my sister, playing with my nieces and nephews, to playing it on my own for many years, and now playing it with my own son. And, yeah. So, that, that that's like another connection of like, of like, I've been playing Rayman Legends throughout all the years of me dealing with this situation. And that that's one game I am definitely glad I did not lose my save file for because that is one of... My toughest 100% platinum trophies I've ever gotten in video games. Just because of the crap you have to do every day for them daily challenges. But anywho, I'm going off on a weird tangent. But yeah, like I said, to to anybody out there that's listening, we will get through this. Any trauma that you're dealing with from any situation, like I said, if, if you've been through a similar thing as far as like a robbery, a burglary, things of that nature... Just know, like, hey, we, we just got to take it one day at a time. Like, yes, there, there will be some things that you just will, might not ever get past. And there's just some stuff that will just be now encoded into your DNA. Like I said, with me having to constantly check my door at my house and, you know, going down the street, turning back around and all this stuff, second guessing myself. And it's like, yeah. But, like I said, it, it's just going one day at a time. That, that is, like, all we can do in this situation. And, like I said, and and if for any reason the detective that was on my case, like I said, I, cannot, I do not remember your name. But if this case sounds familiar, if anybody from Dallas Police hears this and this case sounds familiar, screw y'all. <laughs> just, just being real like I said you you, you know just the fact like I said the fact of I don't understand like hey you know so what somebody uh, uh, 
a young 20-year-old dude that stayed in, in a bad part of town, got his little video game stolen. So, boo-hoo. But I feel like that's still no excuse for it taking freaking 12 hours for somebody to respond to a call. You know, hey, maybe a couple hours, hey, a few hours, but 12 hours, half of a day. I was left alone to wonder. And like I said, to this day, still don't have any answers to what really happened with that case. It's just, hey, just stop calling him. It's video games. Nobody cares. But like I said, they, they you just don't understand the mental trauma that has left me with all these years having to deal with that crap. So like I said, if any of y'all listen to this, that had any hand or involvement in that case, screw you. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still living. You know, I, I have I have made it all these years. I have. You know, bought many, you know, many more video games many times over, but those ones that were taken from me, you know, the 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 parts of my mental state that were taken from me in that situation can never be fully replaced. So, yes. So, anywho, I think I'm gonna call it there. Like I said, I just wanted to kind of get that off my mind get the story off my chest, just put it out into the world. And yeah, like I said, just know, hey, if you're out there listening, you're dealing with something similar or have in the past, just know, hey, I'm right there with you. We'll get through this. Like I said, just one step at a time, one day at a time. Just keep pushing, keep moving forward. And yeah, to just look forward to better days. And so, yeah, I, I think that's... I'm going to wrap up this because otherwise I'm just going to keep rambling on. So <laughs> let's go on to wrap up the show. All right, y'all. That's going to do it for this episode of Danny's to Talk. Like I said, I, I just needed to really get that off my chest because the other day, when I, like I said, when I was sitting around, that was just like really heavily weighing on my mind. And it, and it honestly, it does every year when it gets around July 4th that memory just, you know, comes back. And like I said, almost every day or, or pretty frequently still dealing with the paranoia of like, man, is my door unlocked? Is my family safe? You know, so, but like I said, well, I'll, I'll get through it. Like I said, just taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. But yeah, like I said, thanks for tuning in and listening to me. Um, thank you all for being there supporting me as always you can follow me and all my stuff at Danny's talk or Danny's talk podcast that is Danny's talk.com or like I said this that handle on Twitter Instagram YouTube all that fun stuff so yeah so check out other podcasts other episodes for some some more life talk as well, as well as some, you know, family stuff, some nerdy stuff. So, anywho, it's late. It's past midnight. It's almost 1 a.m. <laughs> Let me get off of here. But, yeah, y'all y'all be easy. Y'all take care of yourselves. And I'll catch y'all in the next one. Bye and peace. <laughs>